it starts. Thanks, Timon, for kicking off this episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux capacitor, fluxing, crew, distinctions, scanning for the Lion King, video game, 1994. Prepare to rewind in three, two, one. Welcome, rewinders and new listeners to the Retro Rewind podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 140 where there are links to contact us and vote on the movies we cover. And if you end up loving the show and want to see it thrive, you can become a reflux capacitor, making our time travel possible alongside our patrons, Brian Keating, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Kahn, Patrick Hicks, Diego Avila, the Phil and Film Podcast, Pierre Guzman, Aaron Strauss, and a secret patron as well. Oh, good job. All in one breath. <laughs> we need more patrons. He's got to lose breath, people. <laughs> Thank you all for supporting us on Patreon. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad designer, and I predicted that the Lion King video game would be a nostalgic game. Uh, before we introduce our guests, though, here is your Francisco's boop, 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 boop flash announcement. And there's two this time, so I'll try and make them quick. We have now locked in the next five movies you want us to cover, ooh, ooh. and we will reveal them. At the end of the episode. So stay tuned for our announcement section and you'll hear what they are. We're covering stay tuned again? Awesome. Oh my gosh, Paul. The second announcement is that is time again for our patrons to personally pick the episode. So if you uh, are a patron at the $5 per episode level, then you have a chance each quarter to individually pick the a, a movie it can even be a movie me and paul have never seen you can pick one for us to watch so i'm oh, gonna that's awesome roll the dice here it's a personal patron pick we're doing a, get good uh, we have reset for this year so all the patrons at that level are eligible now so i will roll the die and let you know who gets to pick and it is pick a good one Deb Powers, you get to pick the next movie. And if you would like to be here, the die roll. It's not. It's an online dive hall. Oh, okay. No, no sound effects. No sound effects. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. It's not. It's not not the Price Is Right. Yeah. Or Wheel of Fortune, sure. Either. Yeah, I was thinking Price Is Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But Deb, we will be in contact with you, or we probably already have been for you to pick the movie you want us to cover. And we'll probably cover that at the end of this block of five movies, which again, you'll hear what they are at the end of the episode. I wonder which one she'll pick. Now I'd like to to predict last time. Oh my gosh. Now we'll, we'd like to introduce my (laughs) master interrupting co-host, Paul Powers. Hey, Paul. Oh, hey, Francisco. Thanks for having me aboard here. Of course. Thanks for being aboard and keeping our heading straight. Or something Oops. to that effect. Sorry. <laughs> I knew I was supposed to be doing something. Uh, Paul, here's your trivial question for the Lion King video game. Throughout the, throughout the game, the player can collect various types of bugs to help them throughout the game. Some yeah, bugs restore... That's fine. Exactly. Some bugs restore Simba's health and roar meters. Other ones can actually um, improve your health meter permanently. 
Paul, did what you ever does the collect heck does War Meter do besides change the monkeys? Apparently, it can stun enemies. I never found that uh-huh. a thing. Right. <laughs> we can get to that later. But Paul, did you ever okay. collect bugs as a kid? No. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it was hard enough collecting squeezy. them in this in this game. Oh, good point. Good point. Which I predicted tragic. Tragic prediction from Paul. Awesome. Now we'd like to welcome back aboard. He is our tactics officer and games correspondent, Kitos Ruiz. Hey, Kitos. Hey, Francisco. Thanks for having me again, Captain. Uh, <laughs> of course. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome back, uh, Kitos. Here's your trivial question: The Amiga 1200 version of the game was developed by Dave Simmons who was willing to take on the conversion if he received the Genesis source code, which Dave thought was going to be an assembly language code. Turns out the Genesis version was coded in C. So Dave ended up coding the Amiga version from scratch in assembly language in two months. I would not want that job. Uh, Kitos, do you know any programming languages? Uh, I do. I do. Yeah. Assembly code? <laughs> yeah. No, I do Pascal, not know assembly code. Fortran, Cobra. In, in AI formation. So, yeah. I actually, little computers do all the talk. Oh, okay. Oh, that's how this. No. Oh, okay. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> no. Um, to answer your question, yeah, I know Java. I know C. I know C. Um, I also know C sharp. Uh, what That's else? two plus one plus one plus one. <laughs> Not one plus two plus one plus one. <laughs> is there anything else? Technically, I know Jazz, which is like a really obscure language. Do you know Jack? I don't oh, know Jack. Oh, apparently, oh. don't know Jack. <laughs> 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 well, awesome, Kidos. And thanks for being on the show once again here. What was your prediction for the Lion King video game? I predicted it would be tragic. Tragic. Okay. So we have two. Pick this game. Two nostalgic. <laughs> one nostalgic for me and two tragics. Uh, awesome, guys. Let's see how our predictions pan out. Uh, Paul, will you enter the course for Alice and let us know what we're going to be talking about in this episode? Okay. Well, let's talk about the Lion King video game, Alice, including <laughs> what we liked and and uh, like most and what we didn't like and didn't like most kind of awkward but you know you get the gist let's go for it alice all right alert alert approaching target spoilers are coming establishing analysis vector in level one the hyenas laughed at me level 10, they stopped laughing. The Lion King for Sega Genesis and Super NES systems. Game and system sold separately. Some of those, we may have some memories of laughter playing this game and probably some memories that didn't make us laugh so much. But here's your memory mind melt synopsis for The Lion King. For the story, the game follows all the main scenes I remember from the movie, and the characters look similar to the movie with giraffes and zebras to boot. The gameplay is a platformer, you know, like Mario. 
with a long jungle run and jump part that took me a million tries to get through because death came too easily. It was very difficult, and I don't remember any multiplayer options. And I don't think any of that was incepted. That all seems pretty legit. Except... Except? Oh, what? I will... Okay, what was it? Yeah, no zebras. Yeah. There are giraffes, but no zebras. Zebras. Yeah. Oh, you're right. There's only zebras in the in the movie. Okay, here we go. Ah, feels good. Congratulations, <laughs> Congratulations Francisco. You must be proud. I, I, <laughs> I know he's been wanting to do that button. Indeed. Yes. Paul, why don't you give us the technicals for this game, though? The Lion King is a platform video game based on Disney's popular animated film, The Lion King. And the title was developed by Westwood Studios and published by Virgin Interactive Entertainment for the Super NES and Genesis in the year 1994. It was also ported to the original Nintendo Entertainment System, the Game Boy, PC, Omega, Master System, and Game Gear. (laughs) (laughs) The SNES version of The Lion King sold pretty well with 1.27 million units sold in the USA alone. So, for The Lion King, there we go. There we go. Obviously, there's some things that people liked about this video game. I mean, it sold pretty well. Or Maybe people were just uh, thinking, oh, Lion King. I love Lion King. Let me play the game. And Marketing so, by Disney. Exactly. So, I don't know. There may be things people genuinely liked. And there may be things that people found after they got, ah, this isn't really what I want. But we'll talk about both the things we liked and the things we disliked. But we'll start with the positive. Kitos, what's one thing you liked about the Lion King video game? Well, I, the one thing <laughs> I, I really liked, which even occurs like in the second stage that you get to, is it really wants you to, like any of its puzzle sections, you mm-hmm. really had to think about how to like oh, how to do cool. it like like with the monkeys right at first i was like okay i just gotta twist a monkey and then you know that's it then i move on to the next section and then that twist third the monkey, monkey there, i was stuck then... forever <laughs> <laughs> no exactly like they they really they really made you think about um y- you know you had to remember the previous section and then yeah. use that with the current section and then make it all work together so that you could then exit to the next part of the stage yeah it was unlike so many the original games. nintendo system where if like you left the screen everything the previous screen would reset itself mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. It, it, it was so great because they really they didn't hold your hand either like yes. they really wanted you to just figure it out and like getting to use my mind like that i was like yes i'm so glad stop. at the beginning of the level it said roar to change the monkeys or something like that oh it does <laughs> say that and which that actually threw me for a bit i'm like i thought that was um almost uh, the name the of the level of the yeah so yeah yeah and i'm so glad they did that that is a good point <laughs> i yeah that's I, the well, only thing i could use the roar for you know what, luckily I, I remembered that I do want to say, and it sort of plays into this, the uh, can't wait to be king level specifically, but sort of I'll I'll narrow back to that. But overall, I'd say 
<clears throat> this music is such a great adaptation of the movie. I mean, I felt like I was just listening to, I mean, obviously uh, a much more, much more bit crushed version of the soundtrack because it, it, it felt, it wasn't like some made up score that just sort of sounded like it. Like this could be the Lion King maybe, or this was maybe, I don't know, the Tiger King or the Tiger or the, the leopard queen or it, you know how how a knockoff just tries to emulate or <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah a knockoff but i was about to say can you think of an example where the real things didn't quite sound right well i t- i seem to recall when we okay this could be wrong but kidos do you remember us playing the toy story snes game yeah. i don't remember yeah. the music being at all like the movie in that game. So that's one example. I don't even remember the Toy Story music. So yeah, well, I mean. It definitely was not. There you, go. you got yes. a friend in me. All I remember is strange things are happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I lose my arm as Buzz, I don't remember that music going in that game. Sheesh. Uh, anyway, I can't recall other examples, but I, it was very profound. It's a bit too extreme. But I was very surprised pleasantly that the music was pretty much pretty much every every level it made sense the music they chose to play and the adaptation I thought worked really well. Mm-hmm. So it much was so catchy. I'd- yeah, and so much so that in the I can't wait to be king level, and uh, some of you that are watching now on Twitch, hello by the way, uh, who have were watching my Twitch plays of this. No, that I kept dying at like that ostrich. I, I swear the ostrich did not want me to be king for uh, the. When you're on the ostrich's back. <clears throat> yeah, when I'm on the ostrich's back, I oh, kept yeah. dying over and over, just missing, oh missing that double yeah. jump part. I'm trying to. Yes, uh-huh. I was just about to say that. And yeah. but when every time when I... you start again, and it's da 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 da, it's like. It's so hard so not catchy. to have a smile on your face. I keep having Arnold flashbacks. Stop cheering me up. <laughs> Just, <laughs> because I didn't want to be happy. I want to be sad that I died. But uh, the music really, really was great in that way. Uh, Paul, what's something you liked about the game? I liked how the storyline followed the movie. So yeah. it made sense. I mean, except, you know, you weren't like born a cub and you're like, why is everyone bowing down to me? But... You know, you kind of from there it kind of follows the the movie line, so it made sense. So that was good. Mm-hmm. And and on that, I I was sort of taken aback that I mean, it's weird to call the the uh, breaks between either the end of a level or the start of a level a cinematic, but a cutscene. The cut, well, not so much the cutscene like the the one of. Timon at the very beginning, or the one of Mufasa saying, everything the light touches is our kingdom. But I mean, mm-hmm. the actual, like, at the end of, for instance, the elephant graveyard, when right. you see uh, uh, Scar up there, like, looking down, and at yeah. the, when you're going into the, uh, is it the Briar Pat? I forget what that level is called. But uh, yeah. the exile, you yep. see, like, the, what's the, uh, one of the hyenas jumping in, and at the end of the level, they actually say, if we ever come back, we'll kill you. Just stuff like that. I wasn't expecting. I, I'd say the most, the most shocking one was in the elephant graveyard level at the very beginning. 
you 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 fall down, and then those two hyenas sort of very subtly come out of the the skull, just like in the movie. The skull. And I thought that yeah. was. I wasn't expecting that attention to detail in a Super Nintendo game. Yeah, I was thinking, yeah. oh, there's a boss here right now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah right? exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I was really taken aback by that in a very good way. So I, I liked, yeah. I liked that part of the game as well. Yeah, that that that's something I like too. Was the um, the voices like oh, I wasn't yeah. expecting them to actually have like. It begins, you know, or yeah, like, yeah. You know, hey, that's the, everything the light touches, uh, like all of that stuff. I, you don't uh, like. I didn't expect that because most SNES games do not have voices, right? Either. Yes. So well, uh, that like really that instantly like took me back a bit mm-hmm. hearing that. I was mm-hmm. like, that's awesome. Like, yeah. I, I wish more of them did it. Yeah. Exactly. So, I really like that. Yeah. Cool, uh, Paul. What's something else you liked? I liked the vibrant colors mm. of the the backgrounds and the levels. Um, even in the darker levels, they still had bright colors so that you could see everything. Mm-hmm. And it just it made it more visually appealing and want me to play more. Mm-hmm. Did you know that this was the the sprite work and backgrounds and stuff were actually done by uh, Disney animator Disney animators? Yes, wow. just like Aladdin. Oh, that was, would make sense. That's why it looks so good. Yeah, I didn't realize that they did that for the Aladdin video game too. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah, they did that for some other ones, but yeah, like like awesome. X Wing, a, a Tie Fighter, and those ones. Yeah, Top Gun, and no, yeah. I'm, Paul, I'm <laughs> and, just uh, making a play because Star Paul Wars is owned by Disney now, almost like it's a retcon. Like, yeah, the Disney animators worked on. Uh, X-Wing versus yeah. TIE Fire. Do you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, the uh, Spider-Man versus X-Men. Oh, my gosh. And uh, Qbert. One more thing that I like before, and then we'll get to our classic makers, but I thought that there's a, a good variety of play elements in this. It wasn't just strictly platforming. You had, like, the right on the ostrich. You had the stampede scene yeah. where it's this sort of yeah. foe coming at you. Foe, um, not first person. I don't know. I guess third person view, but in reverse, rear view mirror <laughs> type third per- person <laughs> view. Uh, yeah. And just lots lots of things like that that really uh, brought catch, variability. catch the falling fruit. From the oh yeah to Pone and Poon. I okay, we'll talk about those bonus levels later. But oh, yes, there was there was. I mean, it added variety to there the, was uh, the mundane of the uh, the platformers sure. that they usually succumb if to. If you want to call it that, added, sure. uh huh, added. But I did enjoy that it wasn't just straight platforming, and that's all you did because it seemed exactly. like exactly. They could have, well, I'll, I'll get to this in my classic maker. And you know what? Let's just, since we're there, I'll just say, I feel like given that the success of The Lion King, there's so much that I feel like could have just been phoned in about this game. I mean, it's a successful movie. Let's do just the bare minimum. We'll sell plenty. Why invest a bunch in this? Yet things like we talked about the 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 coloring or having voice work, and the thing that's my classic maker, which is the sprite work, it's just so amazing that they invested so much. I love that 
Okay, so Simba. That's my classic <clears throat> maker too. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll try not to dwell on it too much, but I will say one the one part of it that I love that Simba not only has one weight animation, he has like two weight animations, which you you don't need. You don't even need one, but to have two just to just bring vibrance to his character that you're playing is just wonderful. Like I love if you if you wait a while. He'll sort of uh, track one butterfly flowing by, and he'll smile at it. And then if you wait even longer, he'll there'll be another one. And then if you wait super long, two will come by, and he'll like jump up and trap one, and then let go, and be really happy that he's like caught one. I mean, you really don't need that level of detail for a wait animation, and that's that's just like that. There's way more than just that, but. I, I think that's amazing that there is so much attention to detail and the sprite work and making it look like the characters from the movies. So I, I love that. Paul, mm-hmm. c- carry on the conversation with that. Um, uh, I agree 100% and everything that you said and going back to having Disney animators animate the sprites mm-hmm. and the characters and the design overall, the the quality of the character designs and animation are top-notch yeah and so to answer uh dale is asking asked a question about does this hold up does the graphics hold up as a 90s game yes i'd say they do uh for yes yeah. for a 90s game for pixel sprite a pixel sprite game yes the graphics the graphics hold up I always definitely agree. The graphics definitely hold up. And yeah. The attention and detail, and like you said, Francisco, it, it just it really shows that the people who did work on the game, mm-hmm. they really had like a love for working on it. Oh, yeah. totally. Like, yes. it, it was an extension of the movie to them. Like yeah. they they really it was the same care that they put into that they put into the game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Was so. What was your classic maker, Kitos, or was it the, that same thing also? Uh, actually, my classic maker was. It goes along with the point you you talked about earlier. The music, mm-hmm. um, specifically, like why it's my classic maker, even over the difficulty and and uh, of the puzzling and like just the game itself. I I, I really enjoyed mm-hmm. um, platforming, especially. Uh, but the music is what just like. It really is my classic maker for it. And that's really? because any other game that's like a platformer where even like if it has bad controls or anything, uh-huh. right? Like a lot of things that can get you really frustrated and just like, I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> and just like, you know, toss the controller. Like, you know, just. I don't uh, know any games like that. Why is my TV broken all of a sudden? <laughs> Yeah. Why is there a controller sticking through the middle of my TV? <laughs> um, you know, games like like uh, there's plenty of examples of games like that where you can get frustrated and you're just like, I, I can't, I can't play this anymore, and you have to put it down and like go do something else. Mm-hmm. With Lion King, no matter how many times I died, which I died a lot, like because their music was so on point and so like it's so catchy and just. It really was a Disney song where you could just like hum it over and over and over again. Yeah. Like, even though I died, it was okay because I still got to hear the music. Like, (laughs) it was like, I can go through the stage again because I get to listen to this Disney music. Now, Keith, so it, yeah. I I do want to ask though, would you prefer listening to the game's music over like, say, the actual movie soundtrack? 
Yes. Really? Oh, wow. Really? Well, yeah. Why? Well, the reason is like I don't know that like that uh, that sixteen bit like sound. Uh huh. Um, yeah. It just it, it it brings me back into it calls like, you, you home. Know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. and you know. Yeah, and I was gonna sorry to interrupt you, but I, I feel like and it is instrumental, so it's something like you don't necessarily have to listen to the mm-hmm. words. It's easier to just have in the background of something you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> it, it's a support to whatever I'm doing rather than, you know, my focus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, I I love music like that. That's a that's good why point. I like like classical music. Too, you know? Yeah, it feels it just like adds to whatever I'm doing already. Mm-hmm. Um, rather than I need to focus on it and listen. To it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize you're a classical fan. I, That's I, awesome. So I, yeah, I, I like classical music. So uh, you Mozart he's matured. <laughs> it's culture. I've always liked classical music. I didn't. I didn't know that. I, my my brother for guy. let's see how twenty nine years. And almost, almost 29, 29 years, years yeah. and I didn't realize that. So, learn something new every day. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, those are the things we like the most about The Lion King. Now, before we get to the things we didn't like, we like to go out to social media and say, hey, what do you remember about these movies and video games we cover? Uh, first off, from Facebook, we have uh, Celeste Mora says... That one time when Francisco and Christy were running around, like literally running around the room, laughing because of something said in the chat. <laughs> joy emoji, joy that emoji, joy emoji. That must have been while emoji. you were playing. Yes, exactly. Right? Rather this, than her memory of playing the game. Yes, this would this would be her memory of watching me play in a recent playthrough I did on Twitch. And she said, side note, I never played this, so all my memories are from watching Retro Rewind Podcast stream it. So thank you for oh, sharing that. I should have let you finish. Sorry. That's fine. Thank you for letting me sh- thank you for sharing that, Celeste. And speaking of Twitch, we have live. And if you'd like to join us live uh, when you record these, it's usually every other Thursday at 8 p.m. Pacific time at twitch.tv slash retro rewind pod. There's your advertisement. Yes, Paul. And here's what some of you are saying in the chat live as we speak. Uh, toasted, do, toasted. I guess I think is it. I could be saying that wrong. Sorry, toasted. I remember the time uh, Q Ketos fell through the trampoline in the graveyard. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I that never happened to me. Not once. No, never. <clears throat> Dale, uh, it was like a trampoline. Ooh, tra- ooh, trampoline, and I kept bouncing on it. And then- yeah, I didn't get what what the trick was with um, when to how to time it to jump higher and not fall through. But anyway, Dale I says a trampoline. Okay, uh, I I only say. had a few games for my SNES. This wasn't one of them. But again, what I could see Francisco accomplish the game from what I could see Francisco accomplish during me playing the stream. I, I think you mean Dale. The game seems to me it would be a nostalgic experience for its fans. <clears throat> and he says the road to El Dorado on the next Retro Rewind podcast. I, I wonder if that has to do with your guys' Bitcoin discussion <laughs> that you guys were having. Oh, maybe. Cater Top 5. Hi, Kate. She said, uh, I had this on the handheld Game Gear, and it was the first Sega game I ever beat. I could play it with my eyes closed in like an hour. So Whoa. much fun. Jeez. Jeez. 
Game Gear apparently is the way to go for this game. <laughs> I've heard that that <laughs> is actually did get a higher score than some of the other ports. But yeah, that's actually what I played uh, Aladdin on. Was the Game Gear? Oh, nice. And Baby Nightlife says, uh, "I always died falling off the giraffe heads or hippos." Then there was the wildebeest level, and then there's uh, emoticons showing X'd out eyes and hurt bandages and stuff. Oh. <laughs> so know that all too well. Thanks, Bethany. And thank you, everyone, for your feedback. Now let's get to the things we didn't like about The Lion King, if there were any of them. I will start us off by saying, and we I sort of alluded to this before, when we talked about variability in the gameplay, but I thought those bonus levels were just dumb. <laughs> I just, I, oh, I, I thought they added variety. I thought they but were I, frustrating, but fun for the most point. They're pointless. For one thing, the one where you're catching bugs, it it's that was obviously the only one I got to. Did very you get to other yeah, bonus levels. Yeah, there's you, how did I, you get them? I think you have to I collect did. bugs in the level. Oh, I think you have to collect enough dying, of them. Maybe, <clears throat> maybe. Oh. but. Because uh, I think the bugs one, they, they dropped what I collected in the previous levels. So no, that, that can't be right because no. I've done the bugs one and I caught, like I got up to, I got on a luck streak and got up to like 20 bugs. What? They do nothing for you. Every so often you'll get a one-up drop and apparently you'll also get a continuation drop. But that's that's the only oh, thing you're cool. waiting for. And and I, they drop... I, Listen, I only collected listen to me. four listen, and I liked it's, it. What's my dislike, You collected over 20? It's my dislike right now. Because right, it's completely fine. randomized. Like they will drop one really fast and one slow yep. and another yep. one fast. And there's no Kinda way like that you could box. get to each one. You're going to miss. You have to just have the there, luck of the draw that they will drop in. A, I, I, oh, go ahead. It reminds me of those logs. There, I think, <laughs> okay, I think there's a way to actually like stall them so the bugs stop moving. Um, Oh, I well, okay. it's, it's you have to roar, you roar or something, and it's it stops them. Meanie. Um, the, oh, I did I it know. once, Pumba and then farts I can never at them. do it That's again. what you do. No, huh? I don't. I said Pumba farts at them. That's how you do it. No, I don't. Maybe, but I think you get Nala to look at him in that. <laughs> it was wait. So, what was your highest score? Like in the twenties, I want to say. 20 yeah. i i hit 22 okay like, nice oh, yeah. solid the, the guy stopped dropping bugs he's like um should i keep dropping yeah. them or not and, and then he started dropping them i'm like what and then in the ones where you're timon and you i collected i swear i collected every single bug and then it's just like nothing left to do i just had to like move around until eventually i accidentally hit a black widow what's that about what's the point oh i don't i didn't get to that one well you had to collect the bugs yeah it seemed like just oh we have some either extra memory space or we need to somehow incorporate these other beloved characters into this game so let's do this thing and it just it felt very tacked on the version and he forgot to code that part Maybe. I don't know for sure. And I'm pretty sure it was the PC port, if anything. But that's the that's one thing I didn't like. Paul, what's one thing you didn't like about this game? 
Okay, I said that I like the uh, the level designs. They were uh, like full of bright and vibrant colors and everything. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like the designs of a lot of the levels themselves. They seemed unnatural. Like the elephant graveyard, like the way the bones would be under bones and under like no elephant graveyard would be the bone structure would be housed like that and then there was like a jungle level that was it wasn't trees i don't know it looked like a jungle but it was it's like it cannot happen naturally that way like the way they designed the levels would never really happen in real life that's true so you're upset because this is based on a uh, sort of essentially a real place somewhere in africa Right, that and they it's didn't, based on a movie, which that, is based in, yeah on on like <coughs> real life happenings, not like oh let's create a dig dug puzzle and then have the characters run through it. Do you think they could have made it a fun platformer though, a very yeah. platformer, and had it be realistic? Because it seems like you get a lot of just flat places. No, but you could add hills and things like that. They did a good job, I think, with Aladdin running through the market or like any of the Super Star Wars levels. You know, that's platform-based. Yeah. Where you still go through Star Wars-like levels. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. I don't think they just used... They had a lot of creativity. Here's an area where they think they they cheated. All right. Uh, that didn't... Actually, that didn't bother me. I just sort of took that as... <clears throat> you know what? It's an ad... It's sort of like you know what. Listen, I you didn't like the master interrupter. And it didn't bother me. Okay, and that's fine. That's fine. It didn't have to bother this you. Some I didn't like, it's and it doesn't like. bother me. That's fine. I'm just commenting that I ha- came with came to it with the same mentality of okay, so mentality bite me. <laughs> <laughs> just had to call it out. The same mentality of someone who's like. Oh, this movie is based on a book. Well, let me read the book. Oh, well, the movie's different. I can't expect the same thing there in the book to be in the movie because it's a different animal. It came to, across <laughs> to me as like, oh, I'm supposed to design a game. Well, I'm used to designing these other kind of games, and I'm gonna like wedge the Lion King theme in here. All right. As far as I, okay, I can see your point. It didn't bother me. Did that bother you at all, Kethos? No, no, that that didn't bother me. I actually, I I actually like the level designs. Oh, uh, okay. Um, so, I right, I, so I didn't think they were. I didn't think they were amazing, but I I thought they were. I didn't dislike them. Yeah, I thought they were amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh, Paul. <laughs> uh, I will say, in the elephant graveyard, there is a blue bug that. Uh, well, first off, Kitos, I was watching one of your streams, and uh, you. You've got a blue bug in the first level. I'm like, there's a blue bug in the first level. I couldn't believe it. Uh, but there's a blue Wait, bug. You're supposed to collect those. They help you. They do. Yeah. Yeah. I think they. they I think they, they increase, increase your, your life. Your right? life. Yeah. Permanently for the rest of the game yeah. or something. Yeah. For the rest of the game. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. They're like blue neon wow. bugs, and they're pretty big. I think I may have tried to avoid them. I don't know. Oh. Well, there's one in the elephant graveyard. As you, do you remember, guys, the one area where you're trying to uh, sort of parkour slash Batman or Dark Knight rises up while a water spigot's coming t- for you? Yeah, oh, that I vaguely that. sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. So uh, if you look on the left of the screen, there's a blue bug over there, 
And there, I could not find any single way to get at that bug. I don't know. Maybe there's a trap door as you're jumping uh, from uh, ledge to ledge, but I I could not find a way to get that. So poor level design. I'm just gonna blame poor yeah, level I, design. <laughs> I died like I think <laughs> twice or three times trying to get it. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that same good. one. So that, I, that, no, I could not get it. Yeah. Oh. Did, Speaking of which, since you brought this up, this would be a good time. What level did you play this on? Like easy, medium, or difficult? Oh my gosh, Paul. I I had no idea there was a difficulty setting, so I imagine it's just normal. Yeah. How about you, Paul? Well, what did you play I, I checked. On? I checked. I, I went through um some of the difficulties and as far as I could tell, the game didn't change at all. The only change was the amount of continues and lives that you got. Oh, oh okay. okay. Because when I went on hard, which I do not recommend <laughs> at all, you get zero continues and you get one life. Oh, man. oh. yeah. So it was like Dude, I was like, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do it on hard from the start. I immediately regretted that. that was, uh, <laughs> let's I turn Lion over and over again. Let's huh. turn. Uh, let's make a. It's not the Lion King. It's the Lion roguelike. Yeah, this <laughs> is pretty much. Oh you guys start the whole game over because you have no continues. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I mind easy. Okay. So you said you're the easy. I was apparently just playing normal, and Kito's tried a very varied uh, amount. In the end, I settled for normal. Normal. All right. Well, cool. Uh, something I do want to say back to that elephant graveyard level that I didn't like were mainly the hyenas, especially at the very end, well, the, sure. the boss hyenas. Oh my gosh, they gave me so much grief. I could not... Uh, especially when they couldn't decide if it's going to have two hyenas or three hyenas. I'm like, oh, I killed two. Oh, they pop another one on me. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. stop doing this to me, game. And I had barely any life by the time I'd get to them. And it seemed like they're, they're, there's no set pattern to what they would do. Like sometimes like if you're right next to them, they, they just walk back and forth. And sometimes they jump, and it didn't matter what you were doing; it didn't seem to affect them at all. So you couldn't like get AI. them to do something, so that you yeah. could do something to parry it. So is not I'm everything's pretty, a yeah. pattern or a I, maze to figure yeah, out? I, I'm pretty sure it wasn't patterned, like you know, like Mega Man <laughs> X bosses or anything like mm-hmm, that. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure literally every um, every direction, uh, uh, like AI, you know, direct, you know, AI direction that any of the units, if you want to call them, um, would take, was completely random, not but, based on your actions. But I don't... Well, that may be... Maybe not based on my actions, but I know, like, the vultures, they... I was... Once I knew Easier how they predict. how they attacked, I was able yeah. to, like, get them... I was able to essentially sure. double-tap them. They had, a ba- they had a pattern to follow. Yeah. I mean, this didn't. Exactly. So that, that bothered me. I don't mind if it's a hard pattern, and there's like you have to learn it really well, but I want there to be at least some pattern that I feel like I can. You don't like <clears throat> people who can't be manipulated, right? <laughs> I don't like games that I can't be that can't be manipulated. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I see that. <laughs> if I can't uh, cheese the computer, what good is it? <laughs> oh my gosh, Kitos. Paul, let's go. What's what's one more thing you didn't like, and then we'll get to our tragic makers. Um. I liked. I said I liked how the game followed the movie, but I didn't like how the game followed the movie. I knew you were going it, to say the same. Thing. 
And the and what I called the the cut scenes, like you were mentioning, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a lot of uh, kill him or a lot of death, which you know this the game and the movie is involved. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot more death in this game if yeah. you play it. Um, but I thought those dark scenes were uh, really dark for a kid's game. Mm-hmm. Speaking, so it it bothered me. And speaking of, I don't know if you necessarily called this dark, but I do want to say something that Dale pointed out about the vultures, which I just brought up. That when you defeated them, they become they became all of a sudden defeathered, and I mean that's <laughs> kind of Thank funny, you. but. Uh, sort of going to what you were saying, Paul, about this is not realistic. You wouldn't just defeather a vulture by s- squashing his head. So, did that bother you, Paul? Have you ever squashed a vulture? All the time. I was time. about to say, I've never done it. So, I, I imagine <laughs> that every time I jump on one, they're defeathered. I know. I watched Conan bite into one's neck, and uh, it didn't defeather. It just died. <laughs> Yeah, but I just played this big game and I saw it happen. So, oh my gosh, I don't know where we're going with this <laughs> bit, but let's move on. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, I guess we'll go to our tragic makers, the things we hated most about The Lion King. Kitos, why don't you kick us off? Uh, so, the one thing that just bugged me constantly is, uh, there were there were times where it really felt like the game just didn't register what I did. Like oh, if right? I if I like I specifically jumped right onto one of the uh, hippopotamus tails mm-hmm. in the r- exact right area, like and it's swinging over to me. Like I, like there's no I I have recordings yeah. of this. Okay yeah. and. I would land it just right, exactly where I landed it every time before, and all of a sudden, I just through. fall straight through. And yeah. die. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, what? Like, I just did it, like, three times before, and I did it exactly the same way. I know. Yeah. There yeah. were times where I'd those- also, like, run off of a giraffe's head, mm-hmm. and I'd click the jump button, and my character would just run into the water. And I'm like... <laughs> I uh, there's no way like I you can hear it on my Twitch me hitting the buttons because I hit buttons pretty hard. So, <laughs> or you like, you would like, jump not as far as you did the last time for some reason. Yeah. The yeah. other thing I noticed is the running, like the character running, would it, it was weird how it would register whether you were running or not. Sometimes, right as you start moving forward, yeah, it would it would rapid fire true. run mm-hmm. and then. Other times you'd run as normal, so I, I didn't understand. It, it seemed like something maybe was bugged with the movement. It, it didn't feel like it was just like a difficulty, like you know where you you know where you're like running on ice or something. You have to right. slow down. No, it felt like it was actually bugged in a certain way. Yeah. Well, I wonder if that's related. I noticed that if you because in that one uh, part of uh, Can't Wait to Be King where you're jumping on logs trying to get back from one island to the other. I Uh died because in mid-leap, I accidentally hit pause, which, by the way, that is kind of cute that it was spelled P-A-W-S. I didn't notice because I I didn't even pause. Oh, my gosh, guys. Fine. (laughs) Oh, look. No, I just died so many times. I waited between deaths. Oh, okay. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, But uh, if you... Okay, so if you pause... Like mid leap, like let's say it was a running jump, 
all your inertia is lost when you unpause. So it's like you didn't do a running leap. I'm like, what the, what is that? That makes no sense at all. So that I could I died be in the water. Useful if you plan that ahead of time. I mean, I suppose that's a good point, but that shouldn't be the way it is because no, yeah, it's not like yeah. yeah. So I I don't again yeah. don't know if that's related to what you're saying, Kitos, but yes, that is yeah. a frustration it, it, that yeah, it's for that's all amazing, the Kitos, <laughs> your tragic maker. This is what I have word for word. Precise jumping leads to many deaths. <laughs> oh, like you could be as precise, like super precise and still doesn't matter because you yeah. will still die. Yeah, Not just yeah. death, but many deaths. Yeah. I, I guess what why it really is my like tragic maker the most is because the art and music and like everything else was so carefully done and yeah, done so exactly. well. And then the mechanics feel kind of just like secondary. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, like it feels buggy. It doesn't feel uh, um, like smooth. Like Mega Man X, whew, that is some smooth control. Retro on podcast.com slash five. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, so Francisco, you played this on the what? Uh, on the my Mac. Okay, but it was like a... Uh, I'm pretty PC sure it's the port? PC version port, I believe. Okay. I played the Sega Genesis version. Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. did you play, Kethos? I played the SNES version. Okay, so we got... And all three were crap controls, it sounds like. Yeah, that... Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure it wasn't just operator error. All right. <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> it really did feel like at some points the the mechanics were breaking down or not not responding correctly. Yeah, mm-hmm. like so, there's some like weird for loop going where it shouldn't have been or stuck. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, uh, I believe that just leaves me, and it's pretty simple. It's just the difficulty spikes in this game. I felt like we're all over the place. Like sometimes it'd be super hard, then super easy, and I, there wasn't a natural flow. Like okay, level one, I felt like level one was a great. Yeah, it went from from very simple to a gradual. Oh, you have a boss of a hyena. Okay, that's a great progression. All the other levels I felt were very up and down in their difficulty. Like the can't wait to be king. The ostriches were super hard, while the monkeys weren't hard per se, but you had to remember stuff. And then. The elephant graveyard, the hyenas just kicked my booty all the time, up and down. <laughs> then the what's the oh the stampede where you can't quite tell if if that wildebeest on the far right is gonna get you because get you're you on the not, far right. Yeah. It's yeah. just just stuff like that that isn't super intuitive or just is difficult for difficulty's sake. I, I it's like we need to make this game long, otherwise. Like the person who uh, who be in an hour, people are gonna feel like they don't get their money's worth. I'm like, just don't do that, That's please. What I read at the Game Gear is that they they fixed the incre- the level difficulty level in- increased throughout the game instead of being uh, spread. Okay, so that that could be a good why it was why it did so well in reviews and why maybe she liked it so much. So see, you can it's yeah. okay if your game short, especially if you're trying to match a movie that only lasts an hour 20 or something. Uh, yeah. It would just have it be a fun experience. Anyway, 
all our gripes aside, I think we've entered all our targeting information into the firing computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready on your mark. Okay, guys, do we rate the Lion King video game a classic? We'd recommend anyone go out and play this. A nostalgic, it's only worth trying to find and play if you have fond memories of it. Or a tragic, it's not worth your time to seek this out today. Kitos, how do you rate the Lion King video game? I would rate Lion King video game as a nostalgic. Nostalgic. Okay. Do you want to... expound on that at all yeah um i i at first you know i thought it'd be tragic i i I remember it being just way too difficult and Mm -hmm. like just almost like super star wars level of difficulty but not (laughs) i wouldn't say it was that bad Um, but okay (laughs) and like i didn't remember most of like the music or or you know some of the just like enjoyable parts of it like you know the puzzle solving mm-hmm. um, parts of it. Um, even the platforming, I actually like some of the platforming when the controls were working. Mm-hmm. It was actually, I thought it was pretty well done. Um, but I, I think honestly, it would only be a great game to revisit. Cause like I enjoyed revisiting it, mm-hmm. but like, it's not something I want to just like play again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's just fun to revisit a bit and that's it but if you're if you never experienced like lion king or played this game originally when it came out with the snes mm-hmm. uh, i think it i think it's definitely safe to skip this one mm-hmm. good deal thank you kitos Ag- agreed a hundred percent on everything you just said kitos i also rate this nostalgic um if you haven't played it don't don't pick it up it's too frustrating but if you have played it there there are some definite some benefits like all the good stuff we mentioned um so it's not tragic but uh be wary that's that's really interesting guys because you you both had tragic uh predictions right right and so now you're nostalgic i'm the complete opposite i Predictions nostalgic, but I I have to rate this a tragic because <laughs> I you know what I I mean you kind of said it Keithos I can't see myself playing this game again I only played it because we were doing the podcast I I had no desire to play it uh, outside of that and having played it again I don't I still don't have a desire to go back and and finish it it's it's not a game that I would say oh kids let's play this game. They certainly watching me play it. They want to play it because it's Lion King and they like Lion King. But, uh, <laughs> but it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a game like I'd say. Okay, as part of your gaming education, you have to play this game, uh, like the original Super Mario Brothers. That's a must. You have to play that so you can appreciate the amazing graphics of today. Anyway, uh, I do want to side note here say that uh, Dale, who's in the chat, says. Uh, from what I could see, I would say nostalgic. Watching Francisco try to play the game, classic, and with fellow members of the Louisiana audience, priceless. That's awesome, Dale. Yeah, a lot of people that were watching me are from Louisiana, which is awesome. So it's like Louisiana representing. Anyway, according to the Retro Rewind podcast, we rate the Lion King video game a disputed nostalgic game. We'd recommend if you have memories of playing this as a kid or just 
memories of planning in general, you might have fun picking it up today. You can find it on uh, GOG.com. I don't know if it's on Steam or not, but you can definitely find it on PC and, and Mac at GOG.com. This is not we're, not, we're not affiliated with them or anything. I'm just letting you know you can get it there. Legit. That's how I did it. See that run or any retro gaming store pick up for your old console. Oh sure, yeah. Well, I don't know. They may not have that, Paul. How do you know? How, can you guarantee they have it? eBay. <laughs> and if you have a Game Gear, you can get on that. But make sure you have a lot of double A battery <laughs> <laughs> or the way to plug in the wall. Yes, exactly. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, with that. Uh, Alice, let's get back to our own time, good old 2018, and see if we have any feedback or announcements. Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. Okay, we do not have any general feedback, but we do have announcements. Yes, you waited for it from the beginning. If you're still here, that is. Here are the next five movies that you, the listeners, voted on the Retro Rewind podcast to cover. Oh, good, because I skipped till now, and this is the right <laughs> place to skip. <laughs> good job, Paul. So we, the next movie we will be covering is Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Wow! Yeah, followed May by. The force be with you. Uh, you mean the midichlorians be with me? Right. That's that's what we learned from that movie. <clears throat> um. After that, we'll be covering Spider-Man. That's 2002's Sam Raimi's Spider-Man with Seabiscuit uh, himself. Then Pokemon, the first movie, <laughs> is, comes after that, followed by Legend. Oh, wow. That's the Tom Cruise, Ridley Scott movie. And after that, Lady and the Tramp. Yes, when the moon hits your oh, eye like wow. a big pizza pie, that's Amore. Or is it a meatball? Uh, wrong. <laughs> they don't wrong sing that? Italian love song. No. Oh, I guess I got... They sing Bella Notte. I guess so that's going to be in my uh, Inception. Except, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, those are the next five movies that we'll be covering. And because we took those off the list, five new movies have taken its place. da 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 New Challenger has arrived. And I'll actually give you the full list so you know if any of these movies, like let's say you listen to the podcast, but you never vote on these movies. I don't have who I got yeah. bronchitis. Who's you got should. time for that? You should vote because yeah. it makes a difference. Uh, Disney's animated Alice in Wonderland, Disney's animated The Jungle Book, Tombstone, Dis- Disney's oh, animated The Hunchback of Notre Dame, uh, The Chipmunk Adventure, The Care Bears movie. Iron Will, Dragonheart, Grease, 101 Dalmatians, the Disney animated version, Harry and the Hendersons, Young Guns, <laughs> The Replacements, A Bug's Life, and The Parent Trap. That would be the Haley Mills Parent Trap. All right. All Wait, right. The Replacements is available for Retro Rewind? Yeah, it's like a 2002 yeah, movie like- or 2001 Jeez. movie. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, That's right. Come on, Keanu. Get back on the board. Okay. <laughs> so if any of those movies sound appealing to you, definitely go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash vote and vote up and down those movies. That's That does it for announcements. So if you want to vote on 
those movies, go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash vote. You can also buy our t-shirts at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash store. You can get bonus content and more by supporting us on Patreon. Go at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash support. And you can contact us at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash contact. How else can people reach us, Paul, and you specifically? Well, you can talk to us on social media. We are Retro Rewind Pod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you can also watch us record these very podcasts as well as live streams of video games and pixel art illustration if you follow us at twitch.tv slash Retro Rewind Pod. But if you want to find me, Paul J. Powers, you can go to pauljpowers.com where I have all my social media links and you can uh, find me there. Or you can listen to our next episode when we cover the movie Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. What? We're covering that? Act yeah. surprised, guys. <laughs> I don't know why. No way. Because uh, we just mentioned it, but... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Paul, for being such an awesome friend and co-host. I so appreciate. <laughs> Why is that funny? You can continue. Because okay. I am the master interrupter. Yeah, you are. And I Go appreciate ahead. your master interruptions, even though sometimes they rub me the wrong way. But uh, I, I love getting to do this show with you. So thank you, Paul. Oh, and thank you. Absolutely. And I'm also super grateful to our guest, Kitos Ruiz, for being back on this show. Kitos, where can people yeah. find you online? As an, and is there anything you would like to promote? Thank you, Francisco, and thank you, Paul. Thank you both for having me on. It's yeah. always, always, a, always a fun time. Yeah, uh, yeah, um, yeah. Anyone can find me on uh, uh, Twitch.tv/slash/CoolDeluxe. That's Q O O L D E L U X X. And I stream more modern games as well as some of these classic games. What? That, <laughs> yeah. So if you if you're looking for anything gaming related, um, whether it's you know a first person shooter or a strategy game, classic, modern, anything. If it's gaming related, I'm usually streaming. What? Um, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, you can you can also find me. At, at cool, same spelling as before. Q O O L D E L U X X. I'm sensing a theme. <laughs> what? Matching That's social cool media stuff? Theme. Crazy. So thank you, Kidos. Most of all, I appreciate you. Yes, you listening right this very second. Well, thank you. Whether this is your first time listening to the show or you're part of our Rad Rewinder community. Thanks for spending time with us, and we pray that you are more joyful now than when you first hit play. I have been, and currently am, Francisco Ruiz. You can find me on social media at FXRUIZX, and hire me to make pixel art for you at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Fiverr. Lastly, do it, do it we, now. <laughs> we are proud to be part of the Retro Junkies Network at theretrojunkies.com and the Christian Geek Central Network at christiangeekcentral.com. You can catch us at either of those places, but like a Pokemon, we got to catch you all on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. <laughs>
Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega. And return to base. Hey, did we order this podcast to go? No. Because there it goes! <laughs> <laughs>